Hey there, hope you're finding a moment to enjoy your Thursday. Whether you're out soaking in some sunshine or staying in, it's the perfect day to catch up on what's happening around the world. Here's what we've got lined up for you today. Apple is setting its sights on the future with Gen AI. CEO Tim Cook has unveiled plans to dive deep into general artificial intelligence, shifting gears from electric vehicles to enhancing products like Siri and Spotlight with advanced AI models. That's right, with an annual investment of $1 billion in AI efforts, Apple is not just aiming to innovate, but also to integrate Gen AI into our everyday tech experiences. Imagine an iPhone with even smarter capabilities. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Welcome to Up Next from Pocket Pod News. In other news, could cooling the Earth's atmosphere be the next big step in combating climate change? Government scientists are floating a novel idea reducing water vapor high in the air to dial back global warming. However, this geoengineering concept is sparking debate over its ethical and environmental ramifications, highlighting the fine line between innovative solutions and potential risks to our planet. And speaking of innovation, Klarna's CEO is boasting about their new AI-powered chatbot handling a significant chunk of customer support. But amidst layoffs, it raises questions about the future of employment in an AI-driven world. As technology leaps forward, it's clear we need a conversation about its impact on society and how we navigate these changes together. Stay with us. We've got all this and more coming your way. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. Big news from Cupertino this week. Apple's CEO Tim Cook has made a bold statement about the company's future. That's right. Amid reports of Apple putting the brakes on a major electric vehicle project, Cook announced that the tech giant is setting its sights on significant advancements in general artificial intelligence, or Gen AI, this year. It seems like a strategic pivot for Apple, which has been comparatively slow in adopting Gen AI technologies. But now, they're not just catching up. They're aiming to lead by integrating Gen AI across various applications and even contributing to research with open source models. And it's not just about software. There are rumors of hardware upgrades, too, with the upcoming iPhone models expected to feature enhanced AI processing capabilities. To help us unpack what all this means for Apple and the tech industry at large, PocketPod News technology analyst Paige Owens will be joining us. Paige, how significant are these announcements from Apple and what could they mean for consumers and developers alike? Well, Jonathan, these announcements are quite substantial, signaling a major strategic pivot for Apple towards general artificial intelligence or Gen AI. Tim Cook's announcement at the annual shareholders meeting that Apple plans to break new ground in Gen AI this year reveals not just an intention to catch up with competitors, but to lead in this rapidly evolving field. For consumers, this could mean more intuitive and seamless interactions with their devices across the board, from Siri to iOS features and beyond. For developers, it opens up a plethora of opportunities with Apple releasing open source models and enhancing developer tools with AI capabilities. That sounds like a big shift for Apple. Can you tell us more about the decision to move resources from their electric vehicle project to Gen AI? Certainly. The cessation of Apple's electric vehicle project and the subsequent reassignment of some staff members to Gen AI initiatives is a clear indicator of where the company sees its future growth. This move represents a significant reallocation of resources towards software and AI development over hardware-centric projects like EVs. 
It's a strategic choice that suggests Apple is prioritizing advancements in artificial intelligence as a core aspect of its future product ecosystem. Interesting point there. But hasn't Apple been somewhat slow in adopting Gen AI compared to others? Why is that? Yes, that's correct. Unlike other tech giants who have been quick to deploy AI technologies publicly, Apple has adopted a more cautious approach, focusing first on internal applications before rolling out customer-facing ones. This deliberate strategy allows them to ensure that when they do introduce these technologies, they're polished and align with their reputation for privacy and security. It's a contrast that highlights how different companies approach innovation and market introduction. And what about the enhancements they're planning using Gen AI? How will these impact users? These planned enhancements are quite exciting. With upgrades slated for Siri and Spotlight using Gen AI models for better query handling and conversational abilities, users can expect significantly improved interactions with their devices. Furthermore, AI-powered features such as keynote presentations, Apple Music playlists tailored to individual tastes, and coding suggestions in Xcode point towards a broad application of Gen AI across Apple's ecosystem making technology more intuitive and integrated into daily life. What can you tell us about Apple's contributions to research in this area? Apple has been actively contributing to the academic community around general artificial intelligence through papers on various applications of Gen AI technologies. Additionally, they've released open source models like Ferret and MGIE, which not only underscores their commitment to advancing AI technology, but also supports broader innovation by making these tools available for other developers. It seems like catching up on Gen AI is also quite an investment for them. Absolutely. With reports suggesting an annual investment of $1 billion into catching up with competitors on Gen AI, including proprietary models like Ajax and an internal chatbot named Apple GPT, Apple is making clear its intention to be at the forefront of AI technology application in consumer technology. Lastly, Paige, there are rumors about hardware upgrades specifically designed for enhanced AI processing. Yes, indeed. The rumored upgrades in the iPhone 16 model's neural engines aim at bolstering AI processing capabilities directly within devices. This suggests an integrated approach where both software capabilities through general artificial intelligence are enhanced by superior processing power within the hardware, a balance critical for delivering on the promises of next-generation user experiences. Fascinating insights as always. That was PocketPod News technology analyst Paige Owens. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. It was great diving into these developments together. The fight against climate change might have a new tool, but it's one that's raising eyebrows and sparking debate. Right. Scientists at NOAA and NASA have proposed a novel geoengineering concept aimed at cooling the Earth. By making the upper atmosphere drier, they hope to reduce the greenhouse effect caused by water vapor. It sounds like something out of a science fiction novel. And while it's still in the early stages of discussion, the idea has been detailed in a study published in Science Advances. But not without its critics. Concerns range from the ethics of geoengineering to potential side effects and the sheer feasibility of implementing such a plan. To help us unpack all this, we're joined by PocketPod News science correspondent Clint Randall. Clint, how are scientists proposing to dry out the upper atmosphere and what are some of the biggest hurdles? Well, Jonathan, the scientists at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration and NASA have come up with a really intriguing concept. They're proposing to cool the Earth by essentially drying out the upper atmosphere. This would involve injecting ice particles about 11 miles high, just below the stratosphere, to reduce water vapor. Water vapor is a natural greenhouse gas, so by decreasing its amount in the upper atmosphere, 
it could potentially reduce the greenhouse effect and help cool the planet. That sounds like a significant undertaking. How feasible is this method given current technology? Currently, it's more of a theoretical concept than a practical solution. The major hurdle is that there isn't an existing workable technique to inject these ice particles into the atmosphere at such a high altitude. The scientists envision using high-tech planes for this task, but even at its maximum capability, injecting two tons of ice particles weekly, it's projected to only counteract about 5% of the overall warming effects from fossil fuel emissions. So while it's a fascinating idea, there are significant challenges in terms of implementation and effectiveness. With those challenges in mind, what are some concerns or criticisms surrounding this geoengineering concept? Critics of geoengineering raise valid points regarding potential side effects and question whether we should be deliberately altering Earth's atmosphere as a means to address climate change. There's a strong argument that efforts should focus more on addressing the root cause, namely reducing carbon dioxide emissions, rather than introducing potentially problematic interventions. Moreover, other scientists express concerns about unforeseen consequences that could arise from such atmospheric alterations. Interesting points indeed. What can you tell us about the ethical and legal considerations tied to geoengineering efforts like this? Geoengineering raises complex ethical and legal questions that have garnered attention from various groups, including the U.S. National Academy of Sciences and the United Nations Environment Program, UNEP. These discussions center around skepticism over geoengineering side effects and benefits, as well as concerns over legal complications related to outdoor experiments or implementations of solar radiation modification techniques, a category under which this proposed method falls. Calls for global discussions emphasize the need for appropriate regulations before proceeding with any outdoor experiments to ensure they're managed responsibly. And how does international perspective play into this scenario? Are countries on board with exploring these kinds of solutions? At an international level, particularly during discussions at UN environment assemblies, nations are considering resolutions not only to study solar radiation modification techniques, but also possible regulations for their implementation. UNEP Executive Director Inger Anderson has highlighted that once implemented outside laboratory settings, techniques like solar radiation modification could have irreversible impacts similar to those posed by artificial intelligence technologies, signifying both opportunity and risk on a global scale. With all these considerations in mind, how do we sum up where we stand with this novel geoengineering proposal? To sum up, Jonathan, the proposal by NOAA and NASA scientists introduces an innovative yet controversial approach aimed at mitigating climate change by drying out Earth's upper atmosphere. While it offers another avenue alongside emission reductions in combating global warming, it's still very much at an exploratory stage without practical application methods ready yet. It underscores ongoing discussions about alternative solutions, but also highlights significant concerns over potential unintended consequences and emphasizes the necessity for thorough international regulations before moving forward with any real-world experiments. That was PocketPod News Science correspondent Clint Randall. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Always glad to discuss these critical topics. In the ever-evolving landscape of artificial intelligence, one story grabbing headlines is Klarna's new AI-powered customer service chatbot. Right. This chatbot is quite the talk of the tech world. It's been handling a whopping 66% of customer support chats in just its first four weeks. And here's the kicker. It's doing the work equivalent to 700 human agents. This announcement comes nearly two years after Klarna laid off about 700 employees, which has sparked a lot of debate. To dive deeper into this, we're joined by PocketPod News Business and Finance correspondent Scott Dwyer. 
Scott, there's a lot to unpack here about AI's impact on jobs and how society adjusts to these technological shifts. Absolutely. Uh, Jonathan, Klarna's recent announcement about their new AI-powered customer service chatbot is indeed a pivotal moment in the ongoing conversation about artificial intelligence and its role in the workforce. What's particularly noteworthy is that this chatbot, powered by OpenAI technology, has significantly improved customer service efficiency for Klarna. In just the first four weeks after its launch, it handled 66% of all customer support chats, amounting to roughly 2.3 million chats. This level of efficiency not only demonstrates the practical applications of AI in business operations, but also suggests a future where such technology could replace a significant portion of human labor in certain sectors. That's quite impressive. But how does this AI chatbot compare to human customer service agents? Well, according to Klarna's CEO, Sebastian Shimietkowski, the performance of this AI chatbot has matched and in some instances exceeded that of their human counterparts. It's resolving issues faster and reducing the need for customers to make repeat inquiries. This comparison underscores potential efficiencies and cost savings businesses can achieve through AI, challenging traditional models of staffing for customer service. With that level of efficiency, I can imagine there might be concerns regarding job security among employees. How has Klarna addressed these concerns? Yes, you're right. The timing of these developments raised eyebrows since it came nearly two years after Klarna laid off around 700 employees. The public reaction was mixed when Simiatkowski highlighted an AI doing the work equivalent to 700 people. However, Klarna was quick to clarify that their workforce reduction was not directly related to their implementation of AI technologies, but rather due to broader operational adjustments within the company. And what about the societal implications? This seems like a larger conversation beyond just one company's layoffs. Indeed it is. Simitkowski himself acknowledges the broader societal implications of integrating such advanced AI into business operations. He advocates for a transparent discussion on how society can adapt to these changes, indicating an understanding that technological advancements bring efficiencies, but also require thoughtful consideration regarding their impact on employment and societal norms. So what does all this mean for the future then? The situation with Klarna serves as a case study for the ongoing dialogue about balancing technological progress with its social implications, especially concerning employment. While advancements like Klarna's AI-powered chatbot represent significant strides in operational efficiency, they also remind us of the need for careful consideration about how we integrate these technologies into our societies and economies in ways that don't leave people behind. It's clear there are no simple answers, but starting these conversations is essential. Thanks for providing such insightful analysis today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. It's been a pleasure discussing these important issues with you. And that's up next for Thursday, February 29th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.ap.